Hey, everybody, welcome to the Be Healed podcast, where we build your faith and knowledge to receive the healing that Jesus Christ died on the cross for you to have. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and I am always excited to bring biblical teaching about healing into your life. Our ministry has been seeing Jesus Christ heal people for more than 20 years, and you can expect from this podcast to hear interviews, testimonies, teachings, and many other great things to equip you with a really strong biblical understanding of God's promise to heal you. This is how we build faith. This is how we release the power of God for healing. Now, I hope you're ready because we're going to be discussing how to move from the struggle of unanswered prayer to the glory of answered prayer. And it's all going to be around how to come under the mighty hand of God. Now, before we get into the message, I want to encourage you to subscribe and follow the podcast where you may be watching it so you don't miss future episodes. And we'd love to invite you to join our community with healing so we can grow and be on the journey together. And so I encourage you to send the word healing, just text it to us, and we'll get you on our list to uh, be aware of the great things that are happening and announcements and free resources and different things that you'll have for your life. This is all about us growing together in Christ through his word to make sure we're walking in the divine health that God desires. All right, let's get to the message. The first thing that I would like to share with everybody listening right now is that it is common and it is very easy to slip into feelings of discouragement, um, feelings of fear, uh, just an overall feeling that you're asking, where is God? I mean, you may have been praying for a long time and just things aren't working, things aren't changing. And when discouragement settles into that kind of situation, we sometimes stop praying or we don't pray with the same level of enthusiasm or fervency. It is vital when praying for healing to not allow our feelings and things like discouragement to overwhelm us. God calls us to believe him in the good and in the bad, in the easy and in the difficulty. And so I want to encourage you that if you have been feeling underneath oppression and you have felt discouraged or you're feeling like, why pray? It doesn't even seem to work. Prayer does work and God is faithful. But the reality is that we, as sons and daughters of God, still need to learn a lot. We need to mature. We need to grow. We need to get in alignment with God. And that's what this teaching's about. It's it's about understanding how we can get our hearts, our minds, and our lives in alignment with God in such a way that is going to shift our prayer. Jesus said in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, It's about the parable of a persistent widow. And he says in verse one, then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. So I want to encourage you that if you have been feeling like you're losing heart and you don't want to continue to pray, let's listen to what Jesus said. And he said that men always 
ought to pray and not lose heart. Let's let's not lose heart. Let's come under the instruction of God's word and turn things around. Let's let's make a decision right now that says, Lord, I'm not going to let my faith falter. Even if I've prayed for a while, even if it's been years, even if I've been suffering with pain, Lord, I am going to come under your instruction. And it's going to make all the difference when you do that. So just go ahead right now and even just stop the podcast and just make a declaration of God and, and tell him, Lord, I'm, I'm sorry for doubting you. I'm sorry for maybe giving up. I'm sorry, Lord, for maybe being angry with you. And Lord, I just, I just confess that. And I, I ask God that my mind and my heart would be aligned with you so that, so that my heart can receive from you, Lord. You know, why don't you go ahead and stop the, the recording right now and just talk with the Lord if you feel you need to do that so that your heart is ready to receive his instruction. Okay, well, I pray that you've done that. And now that you've done that, you're, you're ready to hear what God wants to share. Because our Father in heaven is a good Father. He's a good Father. And He desires for us to learn and to grow. You know, in the book of Hosea, in chapter 4, verse 6, there's a famous verse that the Father was speaking about His children in Israel. And He said that they were destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. Well, the same thing holds true to many in the church today. Many are succumbing to sickness and disease because they don't have knowledge. And that's why this podcast is so important, because we're aiming to give that knowledge, to equip with the knowledge that you need in order to overcome. And I'll tell you, Jesus Christ on the cross, he bled, he was tortured, he went through so much pain, more than we can imagine. And he didn't go through all that pain that we can live with unanswered prayer. He went through all of that pain so we can experience breakthrough. Jesus Christ truly has broken the curse of sickness and disease. He, on the cross, bore our sicknesses, our pains, our grief, our sorrows, our physical infirmities. Jesus did it. The scripture is very clear, especially in the book of Isaiah chapter 53. In Matthew chapter 8, all throughout the scripture, Jesus is demonstrating that he has broken the curse of the law of sin and death. And if you are a believer right now in Jesus Christ, that heritage, that blessing is yours. So let's, let's turn to 1 Peter chapter 5 right now, and let's get some knowledge to get aligned with him so our prayers can be answered. We're going to begin looking at verse 5. It says, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. Well, that phrase is important, clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Verse 6, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Now, some may be thinking, but Pastor Steve, what does that have to do with healing? 
I didn't see anybody healed in that text. It doesn't seem like it has to do with healing. Well, it has to do with the posture of our hearts and our minds to the Lord. It has to do with how we're relating to God. It has to do with coming under the mighty hand of God. And all of that is essential when we're praying for healing. Because if we are in a state of pride, of being proud, the Bible says that the grace isn't flowing. It says that God gives grace to the humble. It says in verse 6 again, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. There seems to be a very strong instruction, very strong exhortation that God is concerned about the position of our hearts and minds concerning humility and pride. Now, it may be that a lot of people will think of humility and pride uh, simply about how they look or how they walk or how they carry themselves, or maybe even just how they think about themselves. But I believe it's more than that. It includes those things. But to be humble in front of God includes a great deal of things. It has a lot of meaning. As I've moved through this text and as I've been touched by God with this text, I've come to realize that we need to hear about the importance of humility before God. The reason is because, well, to say it bluntly, we're a lot more prideful than we may think. We may not realize the degree of the pride that we have in our life. And the gentleness of God is leading us to consider and to become aware of the power of deep humility. And as the Bible said in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5, it says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And I believe that one of the aspects of humility that may not be in the forefront of people's minds is the degree to which we tremble at God's word. The word of God says in Isaiah chapter 66, verse 2, it says, For all those things my hand has made, and all those things exist, says the Lord. But on this one will I look, on him who is poor, and of a contrite spirit, and who trembles at my word. It is very common when speaking to people about healing that we will often respect what the doctor says, what science says, but will not respect what God says. Now, many times we give it lip service. We tell people we believe the Word of God. We, we tell people that we expect what the Word of God says to have happen, but often in our minds there's a pride that says, oh, I know better, or I'm assessing, I'm evaluating God's Word. When we are in a state of evaluating God's Word, God's promise, God's work on the cross, to a degree that we're not sure if we should receive it or not, 
we're actually not positioning ourselves under the mighty hand of God. We're evaluating his word. We're judging his word. Is that true? Is that not true? But the person, as it said again in Isaiah 66, verse 2, who trembles at his word, that's the person that God is able to look upon. God is resisting the proud. Uh, he, he's not able to welcome them in. He's resisting those who think they know better than him, who are evaluating his word. They haven't submitted to it yet. They haven't received it yet. They're in judgment of it. And this has to be broken, especially if you're seeking healing. Because when God says that he bore your sickness and your disease on the cross, but you are still feeling the pain of sickness and disease, we need to humble ourselves even beyond the factors of the circumstance. And we need to humble ourselves in our thinking and in what we receive and say, Lord, I receive your word. I come under your word. I will not think more of my mind, my reasoning, and even the reasonings and minds of wonderful doctors and scientists. I will come under your word because you're greater than anyone in all creation. Lord, I will throw out my doubtful thoughts. I will no longer contend. I will no longer be in competition with your mind. I humble myself underneath what you have written to me in your word. I come under the work of the cross. Yes, I come under your mighty hand. Again, it says in verse 6 of 1 Peter chapter 5, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Those people who, who, who reject God and who, who defiantly reject him and say, there is no God, and well, they're not very humble. They think they know better than the one who made them. But still, even you and I who may have received God, we may humble ourselves under his existence, but did we humble ourselves all the way to the point of crucifying our mind, our logic, our reason, our assessment of the situation, even our assessment of him? Sometimes we think when unanswered prayer has persisted that God is no longer good, that God is no longer faithful. Is that a humble posture before him? Or is that becoming his judge and judging unrighteously because he's the one that suffered for us? We need to repent. We need to repent from pridefulness that we've never even recognized before. And I want to tell you that state is preventing us from coming under his mighty hand. And that's preventing us from being healed because we're healed by his mighty hand. We're healed by that word that he sends to us. Psalm 107, verse 20, one of my favorite verses of the Bible, says that he sent his word and healed them and delivered them 
from all their instructions. Well, if we don't come under the Word of God, we're not coming under that which brings healing. We need to humble ourselves under his mighty hand. There was a centurion who came to Jesus in Matthew chapter 8, and he was in the city of Capernaum. And he says to Jesus, he says, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. Did you catch it? He said, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. This is a wonderful example of humility before God. He said in verse 9, the centurion said, For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. And Jesus heard it. He marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Wow. This Roman soldier, this centurion, calls Jesus Lord in verse 6. And he pleads with him that, that he wanted his servant to be made well. Jesus said, I will come. I will come and I will heal him. But the centurion said, I'm not worthy. But now paraphrasing the meaning of the text, he says, but here's what I'll do. I'm not worthy that you should come, but I will humble myself and receive your word. This centurion, I believe, by the principle of 1 Peter chapter 5, humbled himself and came under the mighty hand of God. Jesus was able to heal him. I believe we need to evaluate our own selves. I believe we need to go to prayer and say, Lord, will you show me my heart? Will you show me my mind? And we need to confess to the Lord that instead of receiving, instead of humbling ourselves. We've been evaluating God's word, contending with it, fighting with it, misjudging God, misjudging his heart, misjudging the circumstances. We need to look to ourselves. We need to look that God is faithful. He is mighty and his hand is ready to save you, ready to heal you. But we must humble ourselves. We must humble ourselves under his mighty hand. If you want the power of God to be released in your life, humble yourself. Jesus humbled himself under the Father's will. We need to humble ourselves. In fact, how much more do we need to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God? This is going to be a game changer. This is going to change a lot, but allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you in this. Don't do it quick. Don't make a quick confession. Say, Lord, I'm sorry for my lack of humility and move on. Rather, spend time with him and go to the word of God and sit with it and allow the Holy Spirit to show you you. Allow the Holy Spirit to show you God 
And as he does, humble yourself. Come underneath the authority of the living word of God, and it will result in healing. Because when you pray, you are praying from a posture of humility. And God says, I am able to release my power to you because you're able now to receive it. Don't fight him. Don't resist him. Don't allow arguments against the word of God to be there. No, the Bible says, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. This is the way of humility. It comes against the thing that exalts itself, the argument that exalts itself, the reasoning that exalts itself above the word of God. We, we need to be humble. We need to bow to him. And I encourage you that you not only would confess to God the pride that we may be living in, but also begin to confess your reliance upon him your desire to be under his mighty hand, your desire to humble yourself that you don't mind being crucified on the cross, that you desire to take up your cross, that you don't mind laying down your reasoning, that you desire to do it. Cry out to him for discernment. Cry out to him for understanding. Cry out for him to give you the revelation of the word of Almighty God. There's going to be a shift when you do this, because when you're surrendering and you're, you're laying yourself down, you're presenting yourself to God as a living sacrifice, and you're saying, God, here I am. I need you. I'm dependent upon you. Lord, I need your mighty hand. I don't want to judge it. I don't want to analyze it. I want to come under it. Oh, the power of God is going to flow into your life like never before. Say it right now, Lord. You can repeat after me. Say, Lord, I desire to humble myself under your mighty hand. I no longer want to struggle. I don't want unanswered prayer anymore. I know you are good. And I receive the authority of your word. I humble my mind and my whole being, and I willingly come under your mighty hand. Now, Lord, please, I pray, touch my body. I believe you have already taken my sickness and disease. You can even command that unclean spirit right now that causes sickness and disease you must leave me in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and tell that pain to leave your body in the name of Jesus because you're under that authority now. You've humbled yourself under that authority. Declare in the name of Jesus. Tell that pain to depart from your body in the authority in the name of Jesus Christ. And when you believe God, that pain must leave. For that sickness, that disease is under you 
and under your authority because you are under the mighty hand of God. So you can tell that pain, that sickness, that disease to depart from your life in the authority of the name of Jesus Christ. And when you do that again, when you do that with faith and perfect humility, my goodness, healing is yours. And Father, I pray blessing and I pray healing upon all those who are listening now. Lord, we pray, God, that we will never take up a prideful posture again, but God, that we will bow deeply to your word. We declare this and we command all sickness and disease to leave, even now those who are listening, to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. I pray you've been blessed. I want to be able to have you join our online community. Go ahead and text the word healing to 94000 on your phone or mobile device. We've got a good gift for you there about scriptures speaking to who you are in Jesus. I pray that you'll continue to remain in prayer, reading your Bible every day as we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. If you've not visited our website yet, please do so. Send us a note. Let us know how this podcast is blessing you. If you have questions and issues you'd like me to handle and cover and teach through on this podcast, please send them. Go to everyhousenow.org and you can send us an email right through there. All right. God bless you. We look forward to speaking with you next week. This is Steve Hannett on the Be Healed podcast. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone. And you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.